Hello, and welcome to Real Life Talk. This is Christina. Well, I tell you, I am very excited about all the things that are going on. Some great things are taking place. And I'm excited because there are some things that are going on in me. And I'm, I'm happy about that. Happy about the transformation that's taking place in my life. I've really been applying the messages that I have been giving you on making room, decluttering your life. It's time to declutter. And I have really been doing a self-evaluation because I believe everybody wants to be free. Nobody wants to be bound or feel restricted by things. I mean, you want to be free. You want to live a life of liberation. And when I say liberation, of course, I mean with boundaries, (laughs) With boundaries, I'm sure we all know the things that we uh, need to let go of, the things we need to cut ties with, and that ties into um, the message about it's time to declutter. And so as I'm going through this phase of my life, this season in my life of decluttering, making room, and really just um meditating on that message and really looking a little deeper into it. And so the message came from Isaiah 54. Isaiah 54 1 and 2. And so I want to touch a little bit on the verse 2 where it speaks about enlarging your territory. And strengthening your stakes. And as I begin to do a little deeper studying in that enlargement or enlarging, um, as I said before, when you enlarge something, you can remove stuff from that very area to make room to bring in something new and get rid of the old. But when you enlarge something, that means you you do an add-on. You add on to what you already have. Not that you bring more in to the space that you have, but you add an extension on too. And so as I begin to even do a deeper study on that, it actually said to be. Enlarge means to be. It means to speak bold. So as I studied that, what I really got out of that is something has to take place within you. Something new, uh, uh, you know what I'm saying? Something new has to take place in you. And it, it really starts with your thinking, your mindset, really. Because the way you know something has changed Have you heard that saying that it's um, insanity to do the same thing, expect the same results? So that's where I'm coming from. 
If, if you're doing the same thing, expecting the same results, nothing's going to happen because you're doing the same thing that you've always done before. But when you begin to be, when you begin to have a new mindset because of your outlook on life, a revelation that you have received, um, I'm telling you, once you get a revelation of something, it really changes your life. You will never be the same. And so enlargement to be, to be, it's you. It starts with you. It starts with your mind. It starts the way you view things, how you view your life, how you view others. And a lot of times we can live a life where we're constantly blaming others uh, for our stagnation, blaming others for the state that we're in. And, you know, I mean, things can happen in your life where, say, for instance, somebody's been raped or something. Okay, well, of course, that's, that's going to do something. Or somebody's been abused physically, mentally, uh, a loss of a loved one. There's different things that affect people in different ways. And so, but at some point you cannot stay there. You cannot stay there. And so enlargement, it is to be. And the difference between, and, and let me give you an example. You know, some people say, well, you know, I want to be a pilot. I'll just use a pilot. Okay. You want to be a pilot. So in order to be a pilot, a pilot, there's things that you have to do, tests that you have to take, <laughs> To prove that you're certified to do it. And so in life, we go through different tests and trials. But we are not to let those things, we are not to let our circumstances dictate who we are. So then we have the word of God. Well, the word of God in situations, you would say, I am more than a conqueror. Or I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. You know, you have the word to stand on. So when you are applying the word, you are actually adding an extension. You're adding to, you're enlarging. Because the more word that gets in you, there is actually an expansion in the spirit that takes place in your life. You begin to see things from a different perspective your 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 vocabulary begins to change the way you view things begin to change the way you walk begins to change the way you talk begins to change you notice that things that used to affect you they do not affect you the same and so it is time for you to be it is time for us to be See, God has already begun a good work in us. And the Bible says that he is faithful 
to complete it. The work that he has begun, he is faithful to complete it. And when life hits sometimes, normally people think the opposite. That's the last thing they think in that you know, God, some people anyway, God is doing something in the midst. And sometimes it doesn't feel like it, but it's really, it has nothing to do with a feeling. It's all about a knowing. And so I just want to encourage you to be, begin to speak those things that be not as though they are in your life. Stop speaking secondhand language. You know what I'm saying? Speak first. And I I know this probably, you know, secondhand language, firsthand language. But I'm going to say firsthand language. Firsthand language is speaking those things that be not as though they are. That's what I'm going to speak. I am not speaking contrary to the word. I'm going to speak what the word says. And I'm going to walk in the word. I'm going to live in the word. I'm going to be a demonstration of the word on the earth. And so, oh my God. So I, in the midst of this, I want to share a revelation that took place in my life this week. I know I've shared in uh, several different podcasts the things that I have gone through and we all have, you know, I, I grew up, you know, going to school. It was like I was a target with a bullseye. I mean, girls would pick on me. I mean, it, it, it was the norm, even kindergarten on up. It just seemed like I was a target. You know, as I grew up high school, I was a target, you know, came, came to church was a target, just was a target. And so what I begin to do in my life, I begin to, because sometimes there's a mechanism where we protect ourselves. And I'll say those protectional walls. I begin to put walls up. But not only, see, this is what happens when you put walls up. When you put walls up, is actually a hindrance to keep you from fully walking and operating in peace, in joy, in love. Because a wall means that there's a there's a defense mechanism. So you are already on the defense. I'm not receiving anything. And I'm going to look through these uh, rose colored glasses or whatever and I'm going to see things the way I see them and then I'll judge what I think it should be from this point on and so you know I was t- talking with uh, one of my sons and all my sons I'm, I'm just so grateful they're all a young men full of wisdom full of wisdom and I was just so proud of my son he just began to tell me about, you know, him working at his new job and how he was looking around, just trying to see where he fit in. And it was just something when he was sharing that, I began to look at my life like, wow, that's how I feel at church. You know, when I connect with different churches, 
I often feel like that, like, where do I fit in? Or even eat sometimes even felt like I, I didn't fit in. And so the more he began to speak about his life and how he was over able to overcome um, the, the state that he was in, he began to look at himself. He began to look at the man in the mirror and, you know, why do I do this? And, you know, instead of looking at people, he began to look at himself. And as he's sharing this, I begin to get the revelation through the Lord that this is how my life has been when it comes to church. And I don't know, you know, it may be in other areas, but this is the area where the Lord revealed it to me. And you can look at your life and see, maybe you can identify some different areas in your life where you can relate to what I'm saying. But I, the Lord showed me how I often cling to the people in the church that are not church leaders. Now, mind you, I am called by God. I'm a minister of the gospel. and But I always tend to connect and mingle with those that are not ministers or not like active ministers where they're teaching at the church and things like that. I, I tend to cling. And what the Lord revealed to me was it's like a protective protective mechanism because I I feel like I fit in with them. I don't have to prove anything. I don't I don't feel insecure. I don't you know I just don't have those uneasy feelings about myself. I just blend in, can laugh, talk, and be myself around the people that are not in leadership, and not that the people in leadership have done anything. It's, it's what the Lord showed me. It's, it's all about how I have viewed myself because of the things that have happened to me. It caused me to look at myself um, in a way that contrary, that was contrary to the word of God. Because the Bible says we are fearfully and wonderfully made by God. And so that's not the way that I would feel, though. And so I was, I was unaware of this. I was unaware that the reason why I would cling to a different group of people in the church was because it was, it was a defense mechanism. It was a shield. It was a wall. And, You know, I, I could relate to the other ones. I not and really I could relate to the the leaders and stuff too, but because of the, the hurt and the pain and the rejection that I received from leaders in the past, it just caused me to put up walls and cling to those that, as I said maybe weren't active ministers in the church or just, you know, part of the body of Christ, people that just come, love the Lord. And so I was just so blessed by that because again, this is a new year. This is, God is ready to do a new thing. This is time to declutter, get rid of all of that stuff. And so I want to welcome all that God has for me. You know, even today, our church, we're having a, 
a Super Bowl get together. So everybody's getting together, bringing different dishes and stuff. And me, I'm, I'm kind of like a homebody at times. And so, hey, I'm the type of person I'll be, I could be fine sitting at home, eating chicken, whatever, and watching the Super Bowl game. Game, but I challenge myself, like, no, you need to go and get out and mingle and fellowship. And so, look at your life. Is there some things that happened in your past that have caused you to cut certain things off as a defense mechanism? Are there walls up in your life? Some of you, it could be in relationships. Because you've been hurt and now when you're around different guys, you you have a certain attitude. You know what I'm saying? You you don't even want to deal with them. It's quick, short, high, bad, you know, real brief. And so I, I don't know what it may be. But I'm asking you. Cause hey, we're we're getting free. We're getting free. We're 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 enlarging our territory. We're making room. For the new thing that God has for us. God wants us to be free. That is his desire. The scripture says who the son set free is free indeed. So it is his will that we be free to be who he created us to be. Some people look at other people's lives and they envy and wish they could be like something, someone else. But let me tell you something. You are unique. You are fearfully and wonderfully made by God. And it is time for you to take your light from under the bushel. You hide in your light. You, 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 you're trying to protect yourself because you've been hurt. You know what? Give that stuff to the Lord. Give it to him. It's time to be free. Guess what? This is February. This is the second month of the new year. Second month, don't wait till the uh, 2019 is leaving and 2020 is coming in and you look back and you realize that you still been bound up holding on to this same old, same old. It is time to be free. It is time to be free. And I tell you, oh my goodness, I feel great. Is everything the way I would like it to be in my life? No, but more than that, I want it to be the way God wants us to be because his plan for my life is far better and far greater than anything that I could ever think of or imagine for my life. Whew. I tell you, I'm just so, so blessed that I can share these things with you because this is real life talk. This is real life talk. I'm sharing my life. I'm sharing things that people go through on an everyday basis. And some things they, you know, they just don't know how to overcome. And so I'm giving you some tools. Some tools that God has given me. Things that God has helped me with to help you. And if you're not going through that, you probably know someone that's going through some stuff. As I always say, pass it on, pass it on, pass it on, pass it on. 
And I'm, I'm just so thankful for all the, the praise reports and the testimonies of people that have been blessed by these messages. And I just want to say thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for um, passing them on. Thank you so much for the encouraging words. I truly appreciate it. I'm telling you, it gives me the strength and the motivation to keep moving. It gives me hope. It really does. I mean, because I, I, you know, I constantly pray and I ask God, okay, Lord, is it time to end it? And as soon as I pray and ask God that somebody end up telling me, oh my God, oh, thank you. Please don't stop. <laughs> so I'm, I'm just excited. And so I ask you to hold on, hold on, hold on to the things that God is saying. Don't count God out. God is not through. God is not finished. God is doing a preceding work. It never ends. He is the Alpha Omega, the beginning, the end, the first, the last, which was, which is, and which is to come. And so he has an amazing plan for your life. And it's just time for the walls to come down. Some of us, we have extra rooms in our house. And I ain't talking about in your house. I'm talking about inside. You have certain little compartments, secret compartments. Where you didn't sh- shut, you know, then put a wall up. Some of you, I saw a safe. You got a safe with a combination on it where it's been locked forever. God wants to come in, but he ain't going to force his way in. He wants to come in and bust open that combination. Oh, he wants to come in. <laughs> he wants to come in, break open that safe, come in and tear them walls down. Remove those cobwebs. Oh, mm. Woo, hallelujah. God wants to do a new thing in you. But are you ready? See, some people don't want to face. Some people don't like facing themselves. That's what I'll say. Because it really starts with the man in the mirror. It starts with us taking a look in the mirror and being real with ourselves. That's the only way you're going to be free is to be real with yourself, the good, the bad, and the ugly. And guess what? God loves you with the good, the bad, and the ugly. But guess what? We don't have to stay that way. We don't have to stay that way. And we all go through different processes. You know what I'm saying? We go through different processes and in different seasons. And so, you know, this is not for you to be hard on yourself. Actually, this is a time to rejoice because, again, you're getting rid of the old. You're you're saying, God, here, take it. I don't want this stuff. And you're allowing God to come in and you're making the decision. You have made the decision. Look, you know what? No more of this. I want to be healed in this era. I've been holding on to something somebody did to me in my childhood. I've been holding on because somebody betrayed me. I've been holding on. Somebody took my money. Somebody got, you know, that man got custody of my children or that woman got custody and I'm still holding. Let it go. 
Let it go. It's time to be free and receive all God has for you. So Heavenly Father, I just pray right now in the name of Jesus. Thank you for every single listener. It is no accident that they are listening, God. You love them so much, Lord, that you are sending them fresh manna from on high. And so, Father, in the name of Jesus, I just speak, Lord God. For some, it may be painful, Lord God, to address those things. But God, I pray, God, that you would give them the strength, that you would comfort them, God. That they will know that you are with them, Lord, while they are looking at the man in the mirror. And Lord, that they are um, addressing those areas in their house one by one, God. Lord, thank you that they will freely let go of those things and trust you. And it just allow you to come in, Lord, and do a, a clean sweep, Lord. And that they will, Lord, just uh, receive God what it is that you want to do in their life, God, that they will receive, God, the word that, 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 that it's time to make room. It's time to add on an extension, God, that they will hold on to your word like a lock and not let it go in the name of Jesus. And God, I just thank you for the manifestations of miracles, signs and wonders that will follow them because of their obedience, God, their obedience. To follow your word, Father. I just thank you for healing, God, and touching every heart and every mind. Thank you for your perfect peace that passes all understanding, that guards their heart and their minds through Christ Jesus. And so I give you praise, Lord, because it belongs to you. All glory belongs to you, all honor and power. It belongs to you. And so it's in your son Jesus name that I pray. Amen and amen. So I just want to thank you for tuning in. Hold on to God's word. Don't you give up. Don't you give up. There's always room to grow. There's always room for expansion. So until next time. This is Christina with Real Life.